Good to have you back. This hour of the Bill Michael Show. Final hour of the program. Good to talk some Packers. Good to talk some Brewers, too, as the Brewers are uh, with Cheerios. It looks like they're going to reach some kind of a, a blockbuster deal with him. And then there's a lot of talk about Willie Adamas remaining with the team and and even Corbin Burns. So now we just kind of wait and see what the moves are or aren't. Uh, in the meantime, the headline of the day is the fact that, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers making news says that uh, he is ready to go when it comes to being able to practice. He is not cleared for um, contact, but he has been cleared for football, functional football activity via practice. So he is, uh, they open up the 21 day practice window for Rodgers to begin practicing with the team coming back off of the IR. And now you wait and see. Uh, that's, this is even, because remember he had said December 2nd was kind of his target date. And he's even, what, three, four days, five days, four days ahead of that. Today's what, the 29th? 29th? Okay. So he's even a little bit ahead of that. So as the Packers, or excuse me, as the Jets get back on the practice field. So there you go. We were talking just before we went to the top of the hour how big of a game this is coming up on Sunday night. The Lions defense not anywhere near as good as Kansas City. So when you start to look at the Packers in this game, they're going to face a really good offensive team and a really good defensive team. Can they look? like they did in Detroit on Sunday night. Now, if they look the same and they play really, really well and things are clicking and they're connecting and, yeah, um, then you say, okay, that this team's for real. Win or lose, that this team's for real. The Packers are starting to come together, and then maybe it changes your mind or it perpetuates what it is you're already thinking. However, if they come into this contest and get dump trucked, then what? You know, then you got to kind of wait, uh, you know, to see what happens over the next five weeks beyond that. But the question then becomes uh, against lesser talent, how much can you truly evaluate? So uh, a lot of, lot of things, a lot of stuff riding on the last six games of the season for the Green Bay Packers. In the meantime, there's talks uh, about Cheerios signing the deal. Uh, that could be a blockbuster deal for the uh, Brewers. Corbin Burns, Willie Adamas could be sticking around with the Milwaukee Brewers. Randy says, I'm fine with Burns and Adamas leaving. They will not get us to the promised land right now or while these young guys are in the next few years. And many as well as may as well compete or complete the rebuild, not half asset. This team was in the playoffs last year. How far away is this team from being really good in your eyes when you took cuz now again here we heard the word rebuild. This team Garrett Mitchell was really good. Went down with a shoulder issue, came back, played really well but wasn't on the postseason roster cuz he wasn't back long enough. Sal Freelich played really really well. Um they've got pretty much the middle infield. They're just looking for a first and third baseman. Maybe a good DH. Cheerios could come up and maybe fortify. But you know, 
it's they 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 you, if you're going to have a good pitching staff, you got to keep Burns around. It's got to be Burns, got to be Freddie Peralta, and then you supplement a little bit after that, and then you just pick up a couple of guys for your bullpen that are more than serviceable. And is it really a rebuild, Grant? Is the, are the Brewers going through a rebuild? Well, their offense didn't hit home runs last year, and they didn't drive a ton of balls. So matching last year's offense, an offense that won ninety some games, that shouldn't. That's not moving mountains. All right. So the offense, they're not far off there. Starting pitching. Now they were without Woodruff for most of last year. So it's not like that'll be a big change. If Mm -hmm. they keep Burns, they'd have Burns Peralta and maybe you get something from Aaron Ashby. Okay. We got, we got something going on there. Right. Bullpen, Uribe Williams. A lot of those pieces are still there. If they don't sell, I don't think there's a, a reason that they can't be almost just as good, if not as good last year, they might lose more one score games, one run games. I think that would be, right. you know, the Brewers could be just as good this year if they don't sell as they were last year and win fewer games, right? They could just be not as lucky. Um, but I, it's not like, it's not like the Brewers were juggernauts at a, at a, at a lot of different positions last year. I don't think it would take much. Um, what, they're not going to be in the running for any big-name free agents that are out there. Uh, we all know that. Could they go after a guy like a Michael Waka, Michael Lorenzen? Could they pick up guys like that that could come in and kind of fortify your rotation and help your pitching staff? I think they would look instead for the 2023 version or 2024 version of 2023 Wade Miley. Like veteran, mm-hmm. one year, good amount of money, but not a long-term commitment. I think that's what they would look for. I don't know who that guy right. is, but that's probably what they look for. Uh, I See, I don't look at it as a rebuild because you you already got your guys. You're not rebuilding. Your young guys are coming up. The only guy that you really, you know, uh, when it when it comes to – because your outfield's going to look different. You're going to have Sal Freelich. We all know that. Uh, Christian Yelich. Contreras behind the plate. Uh, Tyrone Taylor's another guy. Garrett Mitchell's another guy. Uh, the guy that you have to really kind of get off the schneid and figure out is Joey Weimer because offensively he's terrible. Defensively he's fantastic. Weimer and Terang were awful offensively last year. They, yeah, they were, they were awful. They were, so any improvement that you can get from those two spots will help next year's ball club because they, they, were, right. they were zero. Jesse Winker pinch hit for Terang in the postseason, and it made statistical sense. That's how bad Terang right. was. Terang is so good defensively. That's the problem. Do you give up that defense for a guy that just be, between those two, you're right. They, you know, one of those two have to go away and hit and come back. I mean, you're hoping it's Bryce Terang, but you have what would consider to be now. You don't have a big power outfield, but you you feel like you got a pretty good outfield. And let's say Weimer starts his season back in the minors or a bench player at best. It's not terrible because of the defensive prowess. You can always put him in in late game situations, but. You would like him to go get his swing straightened out and all the crap that he does before he hits the baseball or before he at least takes a swing. He kind of works that garbage out. So, but maybe you pick up a DH. Um, I, 
I don't think they're going through a rebuild. I really don't. Like you said, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, Hauser, Colin Ray, Robert Gassert. But you want to fortify the back end of that rotation with another guy. Who that guy is, you, you wait and see. You don't have, like last year you had seven, even eight legitimate starters, you know. And Matt Arnold don't deserves have that same depth. Matt Arnold deserves. Sorry to interrupt you. He deserves a medal for how much he stacked the starting pitching cupboard last. Yeah. He didn't need to go get Wade Miley, right? He no. But he they really doubled down to make sure they had enough starting pitching last year. And Matt Arnold deserves. And Wade Miley had a hell of a season. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a good season. He was he was he was consistently sustainable, except for you know getting nicked up. But he was consistently sustainable. You know, the back end of your bullpen is there. You know, you've got your setup guy. And Piamps, you need to just add, you know, Uribe, I thought, came in and gave you quality. Uh, Uribe, there's Ashby. You you got some quality, uh, you know, innings out of those guys. You just need to add a couple arms. And then, obviously, you got to figure out your first and third base position. But And I know that's a monumental task. It's not easy. But, damn, I, I, don't, I don't think they're in a rebuild, to be quite honest with you. I Now, also – what is the clubhouse going to feel like with no Craig Council? That's the other side of the coin on that. How much different is it going to be without having that same comfort and familiarity there? Now, you know, Pat Murphy obviously is a guy that has been around the ball club. Everybody knows. Everybody's talked to. But Pat Murphy for a while, if there was any issues, was the buffer between Craig Council and players. Now he's Craig Council. So – does Ricky Weeks become that guy, and does Ricky Weeks have that rapport? We'll have to wait and see. But I'm, I don't think the Brewers are in a rebuild. I just don't. A little hot stove talk on a Wednesday. I like it. I like it. We got uh, our buddy Chuck Freeman coming up here in about uh, 10 minutes, so stay right where you're at. Don't go anywhere because we'll talk with Chuck about uh, the Milwaukee Brewers and get his thoughts on you know, a, a possible record-breaking contract or a big contract coming up. And then, obviously, the discussion when it comes to uh, Burns and company. So, we'll get into all of that, too. Um, the uh, By the way, this is from Jesse, who says, uh, what do you think the Cubs are going to do now that they have Craig Council down there? Do you think they keep their promise and actually go after some big-name free agents? I, I absolutely. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that, that they're going to go after. They're going to spend money. Whatever they're going to do, they believe their time is now. So, they're going to jump – into into all of that into all of that they're gonna they're gonna try to put themselves back on the map and say okay we're in it to win it um i don't know what cincinnati's gonna do cincinnati feels like they're close you know um i don't think the pirates are really gonna be too much of a threat their bullpen had a a high era last last year was it was what 19th or something like that in baseball and they ranked a little bit better than, say, like the Rangers. But for the most part, you know, they are going to so far so good in the offseason for them when it comes to their bullpen. But uh, they're going to be looking. Um, but the list of free agents starting pitchers that are that's out there is you. T- now, Woodruff is off the market because Woodruff, while he's out there, he's not going to be pitching this year. But you got a guy like Marcus Stroman. Uh uh, Urias, Michael Walker, I mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, there's even Zach Granke, who's out there. Seth Lugo is out there. You know, Tyler, some of those guys are there. So, 
there's pitching available. I just want to know where, because I know Pittsburgh's looking for pitching. I know everybody usually is, but I know the Brewers are looking just fortification of pitching. So I'm kind of kind of interested in what this offseason is going to hold. I really am, because yeah, I, I don't think it's a rebuild. I think you're. I think is it fair to say you would be four pieces away, Grant? Four pieces away, first and third, and if you can get a power hitter out of one of those two, and then maybe a pitch, a couple of pitchers. Yeah, I, but I think that's that's the reality for like all of these years. It's like the Brewers find a way to be great and competitive, but you'd also love to have a first baseman, a third baseman, one more starter, and a DH. Like, they're always three or four players away. That's kind of where they hang out, you know, year after year. But I'm with you. I don't think they're rebuilding. That's the way they've set this up, right, is so they never have to do a a tried-and-true rebuild. They don't have to go through that again because I don't think they can sustain that. I don't think the fans want to keep going through it every five, six years or something like that to say, okay, they're going to tear it down, you know, because, like, you know, the example is, well, the Cubs did it the right way. But, yeah, don't forget, they lost 100-plus games a couple of years in a row before they finally turned it back around. And then it was like three years after that you started seeing the fruits of the labor. So I, I don't think you want to go through five years of rebuild, two years of which you lose more than 100 games to get high draft choices, of which you don't know if they're going to hit or not, and then just to hope that you come back up and raise back to the top of the surface. So I, I don't – I don't think you're going to go that way. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Master Z's. And this time of year, you're thinking about indoor activities now. Pool tables, bumper pools, shuffleboard, dart games, table games, bars, bar stools, accessories. They have it all in a huge showroom. You can see it today and get it tomorrow. Whether it's regulation size, shuffleboards, and pool tables, or bar size, or smaller. You can even do that. But Master Z's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, they have something for everybody, every taste, every family, every get-together, every gathering. That is Master Z's, Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Call them 262-746-5931, 262-746-5931 on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. And as I said, you can see it today, have it tomorrow, and this time of year when all the families coming over, the gatherings are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and you want to have fun, you want to keep the kids occupied, that kind of thing, there you go. That's Master Z's, Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11-30-2023. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. The best, hands down, water softening system that's out there is... The Water Doctors in Waukesha and the Kinetico Water Softening System. Love this system. Love it. 
Love it. Now, the Water Doctors, they handle stuff in a lot of different areas. So if you want to give them a call, 262-549-7733. John Atley and his staff, they do a great job as well because they give back to the community in so many different ways. Uh, they uh, also make a lot of donations when it comes to Fisher House, Wisconsin. They're big, big supporters of veterans and veterans' causes. But if you're looking for the best water softening system out there and you don't give two dams about any charities and you just want the best, that's it. The Connecticut Water Softening System, whether you, whether you buy it or rent it, that that's the way to go. I absolutely love this thing. Call them, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733, or go to h 2 the letter O doctors.com. That's H2, the letter O, H2O doctors.com. And uh, that's the water doctors in Waukesha. Our buddy, Chuck Freeman. Freems is back. Freems, how you doing today, pal? Michael's doing great. You know, the temperature's warming up a little bit. Time for a little backyard grilling out at your house. How about right? that? I, uh, is there a bad I time to grill out, th- really? Never, never. There really isn't, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm going to grill out tonight, though. I went yesterday. And I'm not, I'm, I've been kind of working on the weight, so I haven't eaten a ton of crap, even though I went out over the, the holiday weekend and, and kind of engorged. But tonight, brats on the grill, a little spicy mustard, some sauerkraut, no bun, but that's my – and maybe a beverage along the way. That's my night tonight. I'm looking forward to just, it. I just got back from Scottsdale. You know, I've been working I know. for three for three months, Bill. I was working out, working out, working out, went away, ate a little bit, had a few margaritas and all that. Come back. I'm golfing every day out there, seven pounds heavier. How? There's no way I ate yeah. more, gained seven pounds in a, a span of five days. There's no way that happens. I, I don't get it. I came back from the East Coast. I was up three pounds, and uh, that was on Sunday night. Today I weighed in. I'm actually down five. So I don't know where okay. and how that went or if maybe I just uh, had a lot in me that fell out or what. But regardless, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm now down, I think, like 27 pounds is what I, what I am. Oh, really? I started working out. Okay. Yeah, uh, getting back to it. Uh, give me your thoughts on uh, let's start with uh, the contract for young guys right now with regarding the Milwaukee Brewers when it comes to uh, one of their young studs and the fact that it looks like they want to pony up. Jackson Churio, uh, this is yeah. uh, unprecedented, really. And this is what I, you might see this with smaller markets more. And what they're doing is Jackson Churio, minor leaguer, one of the top prospects in Major League Baseball. What the Brewers want to do, they want to give him uh like an $8 million eight year contract for 80 million. And, you know, he hasn't played a anything in major league baseball yet, right. but he's been very impressive down in the miters. So the, the brewers are banking that the guy is going to be a future star and that they could save some money along the way. Now, on the other hand, Churio, if he would sign this deal, he's banking that, well, he's going to get $80 million, but the bad part for him is if he comes up and becomes a superstar, uh, you know, the uh, the club has got ownership of youth for the first six years. They have team control, but then there'd be two years of that deal where he probably is going to make about maybe nine, 10 million a year. And if he's a superstar, he'd be making much more of that. And, and plus, mm-hmm. if he went to arbitration in some of those years, he could be making more than the eight or nine or $10 million a year as well. So it would give him financial security. It would give the brewer system security. But at the end of the day, though, um, there are some, there's some downfalls for both both sides here. If the guy doesn't turn out to be the player we think, uh, the Brewers would have wasted all that money. And if he does, the Brewers save on some money. Or if he turns out to be a star, Cheerio could be costing some money in free agency. Yeah. Uh, if I'm Cheerio, though, I'm thinking to myself, 80 million bucks, I'm now set for the rest of my life, regardless of what I make down the road. Right? Mm-hmm. So why, you know, I mean, granted taxes and everything and all that kind of stuff, but why, I, I mean, 
uh, like you said, the downside is you could end up getting stuck under that contract for quite some time, and you know, you're obviously not going to have that earning power. But if you have sustainability in Major League Baseball, you're going to get another crack at it. And yet you'll still already start out with $80 million when a lot of minor leaguers don't. They go through arbitration and they go through all those different contract negotiations just to try to get theirs early on where he's set, he's done. Now it's just baseball all the time. So I, if I'm Cheerio, I might, I'm probably pretty tempted to go for it. Well, they've already got $2 million invested in him. They got $2 million, the signing bonus that they, they gave him a long time ago. So they, he's got that. But again, you know, you're, it's, it's a gamble on both sides. Could he be costing himself future money down the road? And we don't know what the financial system right. is. We assume it's not going to change in Major League Baseball. They're never going to get a salary capsule. You know, the ceilings are going. To, the money is going to continue to go through the roof. But uh, I, I wonder what the Players Association would think of him doing that, um, because it would set a new bar. And again, I think the Players Association would look at it and say, "Well, geez, you're accepting less money here when you could be earning possibly." more money down the road and i get what you're talking about the financial security there Uh, yeah that's a great question because then you got to throw the players association into this because they're going to make some decisions as well but uh, yeah again if i'm cheerio i'm probably i'm probably grabbing it now the question uh, then becomes what else do they do first of all let me ask you this somebody had said over on the live stream that well they they here we go again with the rebuild do you think the brewers are in a rebuild uh no i think what we did last year is they played so many young guys that they were they were in a perpetual rebuild. I think the Brewers are always in a perpetual rebuild. It seems like, um, and, and that's the way small markets got to work. They have to, you know, bring young guys up. And you look at all the young guys they did bring up, and you know they brought up Sal Freelick, Weimer, and and Terang, and guys like that. So, yeah, I, I just think they're doing that. Um, they were, you could say, in a rebuild this past year, adding all those young guys. But that's just the way it's going to be. And then you hope to mix in some veterans. They need more veterans on this team. They need more established players on this team, mostly at first and third base. But right. you know, they call it a total rebuild. Uh, you know, just because they're changing managers, but they're growing with these young guys. So they've some of those guys who are in the so-called rebuild got some experience this past year and got to continue to grow as players. If you're said, because I said I think they're about four players away. I, you got to get first and third situated. You want power out of at least one or both of those spots, but at least one of those spots, and then probably another starter and probably another reliever to anchor on both ends. Is yeah. is that fair to say you're back now? The question is, did Craig Council get more? Is this did he get more out of a less talented team, or did he get the most out of a talented team to to kind of get them to where they were or are? And how, you know, if you get those four positions that I just mentioned, does this team become that much dramatically better to where you can say this should be another postseason team? Yeah, you know, you wonder if Mark Antanasio is going to spend any money, which I highly doubt. But, yeah, I think uh, he got a lot of the pitching staff last year, Craig Council. I mean, the pitching staff was just so good. Offensively, they stunk for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really bad. Uh, so they have to improve offensively. they got to get better offensively or we're going to be sitting here in the same position. Um, the pitching staff is go- obviously losing. Woodruff is going to be huge. And if they trade now, it sounds like they're not going to trade Burns. Who knows? According to Ken Rosenthal, they're not going to trade Burns, which I'm okay with, I guess, unless you know you get to the trading deadline and you're out of the race, then it's okay trading Burns. But th- they have to improve offensively because I feel like every time they get to the postseason, it's their offense that ends up costing them in the long run. You know, these two games against Arizona scored some early offense, but went dry the rest of the night. They've really got to improve in a few different areas. And, uh, you know, there's 
uh, you know, is the bullpen going to be as good as it was last year? Uh, some of those middle relievers, they were so good, the Hobie Milners and, and guys like that. Uh, and first and third, they got to get, and they got to settle on what they're going to do around the outfield. And what are you going to do with Christian Yelich? Is Christian Yelich going to play first base for you? Is he going to DH next year for you? I don't know. I think those are some questions that's got to be answered. Do you think Christian Yelich has the capability to play first base? Uh, yeah, the, the, the problem here, Bill, is at first base, uh, some guys can adapt to it. He's athletic enough to do so. Some guys cannot get it done. You saw Keston mm-hmm. Hira try to, his crack over at first base uh, when he couldn't play second anymore, uh, and, and he was a disaster over at first base. Some guys just never pick it up. Um, but, you know, that that remains to be seen. But I, I have a feeling, though, they're going to – they're going to talk to him and ask him. He's got a no-trade clause, obviously. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they ask him if he'd be willing to be traded this offseason and have some team take some dollars off the, the Brewers' payroll that way. Um, but on the other hand, there's a crowded outfield, and I, I don't think quite Yelich fits into that – fits into a spot in the outfield. You got, if you got Jackson Churio on this team, you got Mitchell, you got yeah. Freelick, a few other guys – where is he going to play? Yeah, and you still Some have Tyrone Taylor. You got yeah, you got Tyrone Taylor, and then there's then there's a guy like Joey Weimer, and I had, we yeah. were talking about this between Weimer and Bryce Terang offensively they were terrible. Uh, you hope that whatever they do in the offseason, they go away and figure out their swing and, and the ability to see pitches and the ability to hit pitches. Weimer, I just think there was so much motion and garbage that he did before he even took a swing was hampering him. But uh, you know. It, it, Bryce Terang was an enigma at the plate. Mm-hmm. He just looked at times like he was guessing and flailing more than anything, and it contributed yeah. to this team not being able to get hit. So do you consider get, changing second base, or do you just allow Bryce Terang to swing through it because he's really the best defensive second baseman you have? Yeah, Terang could end up be playing shortstop. If they deal Adamas or if Adonis, Adamas plays out his final year and you need a shortstop, Terang has proven he can play shortstop as well. So you might see that happen. You might see him play shortstop. Uh, I don't know. Um, but I think that he's got to hit better. He came back from a stint in the minors, and he uh, changed a few things around his batting stand. But, you know, you can't have your second baseman or shortstop hit 220, 230, and hit, you know, right. single-digit home runs. The uh, w- w- How far away is this team from being really good? I, I mean, I, I look at it as I thought Garrett Mitchell, had it not been for the shoulder issue, he would have had a hell of a season. He just came on like gangbusters, and he did as well. He picked up where he left off when he came back. Uh, mm-hmm. I really liked what I saw out of Sal Freelick, and he gave them that, that spark that they needed at the right time. Uh, I think Tyrone Taylor started to come on as well. I like what they have, and I, I certainly love Contreras behind the plate. I like what they have. I just I feel like just if they don't, fill the holes properly, if they just try to, you know, throw a dart at a dartboard or maybe that lightning in a bottle guy again, I feel like you're kind of doing a disservice to some of the talent you have on this team right now. Yeah. I mean, they got to get better in the off season. There, there's no doubt. Um, uh, they won 92 games last year. Uh, they haven't done much. And you look at, I, I always like to see what the other teams in the division right now, the Cardinals improved their pitching staff. They went out and signed Sonny Gray. You know, the Cubs are going to get better uh, by spending some money in the off season, but the Brewers have to as well. They have to keep up with the Joneses. You know, Cincinnati goes out and gets themselves some more pitching. They're going to be in the mix again this year, but it can't get worse. You have to get a big off season for, for Matt Arnold, uh, no matter what. And, and if you look at making a trade, 
who do you trade? I mean, Corbin Burns mm-hmm. would be your most tradable guy. Uh, you know, I right. thought about maybe trading Devin Williams, who's under some team control. The Brewers have shown that they won't give long-term contracts to their closers as they you know, wouldn't do so with Josh Hader. So uh, maybe you trade Devin Williams and you have Uribe as your closer next year. So there's a lot of options to go by. A lot of things. That's a, like I said, big, big offseason bill for the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, I I think of it as a big one. What, what do you like the, the the fact that they retain Pat Murphy? By the way, yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, I think Stephen Volt was probably their guy, uh, but they waited on council so long for him to make the decision that they didn't even talk to Vote, um, and then Cleveland um, took him and, and got him as their manager. But I think Vote was their guy. Um, I, I don't like this idea though, Bill. Of I feel like we have co-managers. You know, you, you look at the press conference that he had both Ricky Weeks right. and Murphy up there. You know, Murphy's got to run the team. He doesn't have any time mm-hmm. to teach anything. You know, he's got to run the team. So we can have co-managers here. What are both of those guys doing up at the press conference podium? I just thought that was kind of bizarre. Didn't, didn't you think that? Yeah, I, I did. I It was almost – and I know they're up there putting on a great face, but Pat Murphy yeah. was Craig Council's confidant. Because they were yeah. friends, they've known each other a long, long time. I'm not saying Pat Murphy doesn't know or doesn't like Ricky Weeks, but is Ricky Weeks really the sounding board? I mean, I didn't even really think of Ricky Weeks as a guy that was suddenly going to become managerial material. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I remember when you and I used to talk to him, it was kind of like, oh, God. Sure. You know? there, yeah, it wasn't he was, like you're going to a Mensa meeting. No, he was one of those guys, Bill, who was very quiet. He he was much more outspoken in that press conference than I ever remember him right? being as a player. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he's different behind closed doors. Maybe he let himself come out a little bit more, um, open, was a little bit more open with the media uh, when we saw him in the, this press conference. But I never thought he had visions of being a manager on this team. But obviously, that's the direction it seems like they're going here. Yep. No, I agree. Always going to be interesting, Chuck. Uh, I, Shane, we're not going to see you at the party, are we? No, I got my kid that weekend. You know, oh, I tr- trying to trade, God. trying to trade weekends with my exes. Uh, yeah, is is a difficult task sometimes. But yeah, uh, yeah like I, I, I got him. Bear. Yeah, and if I brought my twelve year old, he'd be hitting on all the women at the bar at the uh, at the house anyway. So yeah. Yeah, you know and uh, I, he'd be in the tequila, too, because he's a, he's a Freeman. So, yeah, I get it, no doubt. <laughs> so I missed the party for the land. So, so uh, Shannon goes to me, she goes, she goes, you know, if we keep missing these Bill's parties, we're, we're, he's never going to invite us again. I said, oh, we'll be okay. Well, you, you know, respond. My, my rule is always if I invite you and you don't either let me know you're coming or tell me you can't or don't show up, once you get invited two or three times and you don't respond, you don't ever get invited sure. again. You got to come yeah, back to I, me to say, hey, I missed your party. I'll say, well, you didn't respond, so we quit inviting you. So well, I, we I love that. But well, we I know, know you we, guys always we, respond. Yeah, and we know we love coming to your parties It's it, and, yep. and the people there and all. It's all it's all cool. It's just that, man, it always seems to fall when I have my kid, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, Chuck, you be good, buddy. Have a great holiday. We'll probably talk again real soon, okay? All right, buddy. You, you talk to you later. Have a good one. There you go. Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers Podcast. You can find it on all your uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Locked On Brewers Podcast. Anything breaking regarding the Brewers, it's right there. The Locked On Brewers Podcast. Chuck Freeman joining us for a couple of minutes. Uh, we got another segment when we come back, and then we've got some what did we miss as we continue. Oh, I can't even believe it's that late. I look down, I'm thinking it's like 1230. It's 1.30 already. Holy mackerel. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show 
on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Glad you're on board today. We certainly appreciate you being here. Our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort reminding you that uh, they've got the uh, the dinner coming up here in December. A holiday dinner. Wine dinner that pairs with a lot of great foods. We went to the one in fall, and oh my God, was it good. And it wasn't like crazy portions or crazy pours or anything. I mean, you didn't walk out of there all hammered or anything, but it was like six different wines, six different courses. It was wonderful. I mean, I couldn't even say begin to say enough about it. It was absolutely wonderful. They bring in a wine connoisseur who goes through all the different areas and the pairings. The pairings were magnificent because some of the wines weren't even wines that I would normally drink. And they didn't taste like I would like until you ate the food. And then it paired perfectly. It was great. So that's what wine dinners are all about. Uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort has one coming up. You can go to the Four Seasons Wisconsin and check it out. But get a hold of Barb if you want to be a part of this because there's only a limited number of seats in the Diamond Room that's available for this. 715-938-5110. 715-938-5110. They have a hell of a New Year's Eve party coming up. They got a, a really fun a uh, couple of weeks after New Year's Eve. They've got a fun Al Capone's birthday Roaring Twenties party that they that takes place in the whole hotel and everybody comes in costume and such. And that place sells out for that. That's upcoming. And then if you just want to get into the ski season, uh, the Pine Mountain Resort, the ski and golf resort, the ski resort opens, and they're making snow now. I saw that the other day. And also, snowmobile trails are going to be opening up. So make your plans now for snow up north as well. So uh, that's just call Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Call Barb and get in on that at the Four Seasons Island Resort and Pine Mountain Ski Resort. Uh, got a really nice email here uh, from a gentleman. His name's Chris. He's um, he's got a fundraiser coming up for Fisher House Wisconsin and the Hoptel, and he says, "Love the show, love Wisconsin sports. Hoping that uh, we could spread some word about Santa Saturday extravaganza. It's this Saturday, this Saturday at Post Four Forty Nine in Brookfield. Uh, he sent me the flyer. He said people can come and get a professional photo with Santa. Their families and their dogs are welcome." They're going to be sending out the pictures for people to use in their Christmas cards. Uh, they're going to have donation bins and money boxes as well as donations wrapped under the tree as well. They also have coloring contests for the kids, and they're going to have all kinds of stuff, uh, hot chocolate, cookies, all that kind of good stuff. It's the first annual ever doing something like this, and they hope to do more throughout the year, but they're going to do it and benefit Fisher House, Wisconsin. Touched. Touched. Love it said, uh, I am uh, new to running something like this. I'm not sure if this is the proper channels, but I would appreciate it if you could help spread the word. Maybe a mention or two on the show. I'm open to any ideas you may have. Well, you know what? I'm spreading the word. So if you're in the, the Milwaukee area uh, this weekend, maybe you're coming to town for the Bucks game, come in early. It's the Saturday Sat- Santa Extravaganza, and uh, it's going to take place right there at uh, 124th Street in Brookfield. Uh, it's American Legion Post 449. So we'll, we'll get the word out. We'll get the word out, no doubt. Good stuff. Thanks so much for uh, sending that to me, and uh, we'll do what we can. I, I don't think we have much going on on Saturday, so maybe we even get a chance to show up. We're going to the Bucks game on Saturday night. Maybe we come over there a little bit early on our way down. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, let's go. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Ed, listening to us in Madison. Ed, how you doing today, man? What's going on? 
I'm great. I just want to say, um, listening to you talk hot stove in, in uh, November, almost December, gets me stoked and fired up for brewers. I love the direction of the idea of possibly Jackson Cheerio um, being uh, his contract being changed and upgraded, so to speak, for the future. I think it could be the wave of the future, and the brewers seem to be cutting edge because not a lot of teams do this. Mm-hmm. No, I would agree, and I would love to see that happen. Now the question is, if you're a young kid who has an incredibly bright future and you're thinking to yourself, Shohei Otani kind of money at $250, $350 million, are you and your agent going to sign for $80 million and put that free agency on hold for a while? You know what I mean? And if you believe in yourself, do you sign that deal, or does the Players Association put pressure on you not to? So if you do come up, you go through arbitration, you go through the process, you find free agency, and you make even more money, and you raise the tide, so to speak. So, But I agree. I like yeah. the fact that the Brewers are being – I like the fact that the Brewers say, this is the guy, and they're being aggressive and trying to keep him. So you don't run into a Corbin Burns situation where all of a sudden the end yep. of that contract and the end of arbitration happens, and you're like, well, there's nothing we can do. we got to get rid of him. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. And I, and I would be – it would be shameful if the Brewers lost – they lose Woodruff. And Burns, we get nothing for Burns. They got yeah. to have that in their forefront of their brain. Of we don't want to have this. Lose two studs and nothing in return. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I want to talk pack, pack. I mean, you know the schedule. You know the schedule is what's given to the Packers. So if people are sort of, you know, I look at it this way: the Packers are brand up right now. Um, they are going up that. I don't. I look at it that way. I don't know where you look at it, how you foresee, but they're not leveling off. They, to me, they're they're upticking, and I think that's awesome yeah. at this point in the year. I know we've had a lot of discussion about the defense. The defense. I think the defense has played above and beyond my expectations this year, and Jordan Love is starting to show attributes of a quarterback that actually leads, and that means a lot to me as a Packer fan for right. over three decades. No, I, I agree. I, I No, I appreciate the phone call. i got to run here because I'm up against the break. But I'll say this. Uh, to go back to your comment of they're, they're trending upward, I agree. I think where you're really going to get validation of your feelings of trending upward is this Sunday night. If they, the offense continues to look as if it's clicking and it's better and it's on point and it's on time against a really good defense, then you say, okay, you know what? I feel better. If it reverts and this defense makes them look silly and Spagnuolo just unloads the kitchen sink and it goes back to Jordan Love looking like a deer in the headlights, then you go, I don't know what to believe anymore, you know? If the defense plays well and holds the Chiefs to, say, 23 points or less, I think you would consider that kind of a win. But, again, I think the the validation of what we've seen over the last three weeks will either be confirmed or broken coming up on Sunday night. I think that's a I, I think that's a relatively fair statement, um, and, and I, I just I think where that's where they're at. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. What do we miss? Coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The all new Potawatomi Casino Hotel has something you gotta see. Play more slots and games, and you could say, show me the money, to reveal up to ten grand each Thursday. 800000 in prizes is up for grabs. 40 winners each week. 
this October and November at Potawatomi, Milwaukee. When you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. This time of year, if you are looking for employment, changing jobs, careers, whatever it happens to be, Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's. Click on careers at the bottom of the page. Go to Kemp's.com. That is Kemp's.com. They are Cedarburg-based, Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Been there a long time. Good company. I was just uh, perusing the the dairy aisle yesterday at the Metro Market, and uh, there were some Kemp's. Uh, Kemp's has the chocolate nog. That is out this time of year. I was tempted to pick it up, but my fear is is that I would down the whole thing of nog, and I did not want to do that. But Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S. Uh, but uh, the eggnog, absolutely. Coming up in a couple of weeks, I'll have eggnog in the house. I'm an eggnog fan. So good stuff there. Uh, go to Kemp's.com, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. Click on careers at the bottom of the page. All right, time now. What do we miss? Well, Bill, you've been on your game this week. You haven't missed a whole lot. One stat. That I saw. That's kind of cool. Bucks fans. Uh, another reason to be excited about Damian Lillard being in Milwaukee. Giannis and Dame are the first duo in Bucks history to score at least thirty points each in three consecutive games. The last duo to achieve the feat was Warriors Monte Ellis and Corey Maggett in January two thousand. Corey Maggette. Corey Maggette. You would know. You would know uh, yeah. the Warriors' names better than me at, at that moment in time. But it's the first time that it's happened in thirteen years. Giannis and Dame are unreal right now. Yeah, they have been playing incredible basketball. I enjoyed watching that game last night, albeit, like you said, there was the, oh, they're going to blow them out. Oh, wait a minute. No, they're not. Oh, my God, they're going to lose this game. Oh, my God, they won the game. So that <laughs> you went through the roller coaster of emotions last night watching that game against Miami. But, yeah, they have been there. And correct me if I'm wrong, Damian Lillard's got a rap song out now. Did he drop? Did he drop a new song? Have you been paying attention? I I saw something on Instagram that says uh, it's coming out or it's out. I can't remember, but I because uh, I was going to click on it, and I ended up getting a phone call. Now that I bring it up, but I did see that he's got a new he's got a new song coming out. I have I not know. listened to. I think so, it's called Dala Dala D O L L A. So I uh, Spotify Wrapped came out today. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, where Spotify tells you like your most listened to artists of the year and uh, and your most listened to songs. I'm looking at my playlist right now. I don't think there's a single rap song on here, Bill. And I'm not anti-rap, but I have the last couple of years. Yeah. I I've just been out of it. 
Maybe I'll maybe I'll I, get you a Dame Dalla album for Christmas. That'll yeah, be my Christmas gift for you. I it was funny because you say that because last night I was going through my Spotify and I'm trying to look at the age range of people coming to the party. So when the band isn't playing, we have music. And I was just at a party with a lot of people that are between the ages of 30 and say 55, somewhere in there. And it, everybody was into older hip hop. I'm going back like MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, hmm. you know, Sugar Hill Gang. I, it, it was weird. And even the ones that were younger that were under 30, now there wasn't a whole lot, but we're going crazy over that stuff. So I'm kind of like, well, what, musically, I'm, the 80s, have, the 70s and 80s have lasted forever. 70s is now considered like really old, oldies type of music, the big stadium bands. But that, that 80s, when they went to synthesized music and rap music became big, is still just hanging on 80s and 90s music, dance music, so to speak. Well, and I work in Top 40 radio. T- I've been on a Top 40 station now for five or six years. And in it, so 2016, like the Caribbean kind of island, like there were touches of that. Yeah. And then right before the pandemic, it all... It was very 80s sounding. Lady Gaga and yeah. The Weeknd with Blinding Like the like the 80s is and I think it's still yeah. around to a degree. Like the 80s is still big. It's it's a cool sound for sure. Yeah. So I I was going through that last night. I had to set up a bunch of uh music uh, music in the library playlist for that. So but yeah, it's uh, I had more than a little bit of rap on my Spotify. I have to admit I have to admit. DJ so Unit at the Christmas party is that what we're going to get? Well, I I did have uh I did DJ in clubs before I got into radio. I did, I did that, and I had my own bar, so I DJed at the bar, too. So we, we had a good time. Put it that way. <laughs> Probably too good a time. Story for tomorrow, maybe. Yes, exactly. All right, that'll do it. That was our what did we miss. So not much, which is great. But uh, we'll be back at it again tomorrow. Hey, tonight, 6 to 8, the Bill Michaels Huddle will be back. We'll hear everything from up at Green Bay. Packers back on the practice field today, getting ready for Sunday night. Mike Clemens will join us. we got our picks and look around the rest of the NFL. Time to get out of here. Hang out. See you.